Welcome to this new episode of the European Hoops podcast. We cover the EuroLeague and the top FIBA events. I am André and this is our basketball expert, Diogo Valente. Hi guys, hope everything's doing okay with y'all. We are here for another episode of European Hoops podcast. So André, let us know, man, what do we have for today? Today we have a great episode to all of our listeners. We reached the last group review, the group A. Are you ready to break down what to expect from Italy, Philippines, Dominican Republic and Angola during this World Cup? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think this this group has the potential to be one of the most exciting groups in the World Cup. So uh, I think it's going to be very fun, man. Let's go. The Group A will be playing in Manila, in the Philippines, with the hosts being one of the teams playing in this group. And we can expect great home crowds during the, these games. Group A will be playing on the 25, 27 and 29 of August. And it is only right to start with the hosts, Philippines. They are heading into their seventh World Cup appearance, having as best result a third place in the in 54. During the Asiatic qualifiers, the team led by head coach Shot Reyes ended with six wins and four losses, ending in third on the Group E, trailing to New Zealand and Lebanon. Dwight Ramos, Kai Soto and Jordan Clarkson are three players of particular interest within the potential 12-man roster defending the colors of the host country. Ramos is a 24-year-old 6'4 guard that plays in Japan was the leader of this team during the qualifiers, being the only player that participated on all the 10 games, averaging 12.4 points, 6 rebounds, 2.6 assists and 2.1 steals per game. Kai Soto is seen as the future of the Philippines basketball with only 21 years old. Soto is a 7-2 versatile big man that after playing the last couple of seasons in Australia, where he was named the NBL fans MVP in back-to-back -back years. He's set to play in Japan on the upcoming season. While he's expected to play in this World Cup, he has been nursing a back injury that can somehow limit him during the, the competition. During the qualifiers, he averaged 13.3 points, 9.3 rebounds, one assist and 3.3 blocks per game. Leading the way, we have Jordan Clarkson, the Utah Jazz guard that is set to be one of the stars of the, this tournament. He played in two games during the qualifiers and averaged 25 points and 6.5 assists per game. How impactful do you see Clarkson being for this team? Uh, I think it's going to be very, very impactful, and especially with them playing at home. Uh, I think Jordan, Clark Jordan Clarkson is going to be like the ultimate superstar in this group phase. Uh, I think his shot-making ability and the way he can playmake as well, being the primarily playmaker on this team, uh, I think it's going to be so much fun to watch. And uh, I think he's going to have a, a great impact on this team, shooting the ball and just scoring overall. So uh, I definitely think he's going to lead the way for Philippines and he's going to be the key guy for them to be competitive in this group and throughout the, the World Cup tournament. Clarkson will have the support of the fans that will be key for Philippines to aspire to fight for a place in the top 16. They play an aggressive style of basket, focused on creating advantages for their key players, tending to over-rely on isolation situations many times. Their guards tend to resort to driving actions and they live and die by their pull-up game. Clarkson will certainly embrace the pressure and have an incredible performance during the World Cup. His matchup with Tunut from Italy will be an entertaining one to watch. 
and I recommend you guys to keep an eye for, for it during their game. It comes down to chemistry and uh, consistent play during 40 minutes. And I think that those two aspects might not be quite there where they need to be for the hosts to move into the top 16 with me projecting them to end in third in this group and having them on an entertaining group between 23 and 31 in my power rankings. A top 20 finish is certainly possible for them and I expect their second round group to be one of the most entertaining groups uh, for the, the bottom 16 teams where the stakes might be high with the potential of the Asiatic Olympic slot being on the line. Puerto Rico, South Sudan and China are the likely opponents on that stage of the competition, two between of those three teams, and especially China. If they fall into this group and outside the top 16, the game between China and Philippines might be a decisive game to lock that Olympic slot with other teams such as Japan and Lebanon certainly being aiming to be part of that fight, but with a potential for their path to be harder than for Philippines and China. So that second group can be quite entertaining, despite being a potential bottom 16 group. We can expect a great atmosphere in Manila. What else do you expect to see from the hosts? Well, I definitely think they can be competitive. I think having a guy like Jordan Clarkson, and again, we... We know from the NBA, like people, some people say, like he's crazy in terms of like the the shots he takes because he does take some tough shots. But the fact is, he has the ability to make those. And I think with the the volume, the bigger amount of shots that he's going to have, he's going to be a, a volume scorer and shooter. Uh, I think he's going to be able to either win them games or lose them games. I think they're going to live in that with his decisions, and uh, I think it can work as far as like being competitive and then. On the, if the game is close, like on the fourth quarter, I think he can be a difference maker. And they have other guys like Kai Soto, like you said. They they have him as the future of the Philippines basketball. So I think they can be a competitive team. Like the the group phase, I think Italy and Dominican Republic are tough teams to, to match up against. But as far as like trying to get that Olympic slot uh, as the Asian team, I think they can do it. Uh, I, I don't think I would bet on them. But uh, I think they have a chance to do it, for sure. They are certainly on the mix. And uh, Clarkson shot selection can be tricky at times, but he has matured with the time. He's 31 years old player that uh, has been maturing his game. Having a player like him, that he's a shot taker, but also has the ability to score in bunches. And in this World Cup and in some of the games of this group, he will be able to be a very, very high scorer. Does raise the ceiling of this Philippines team and puts them on that mix for competing for the Asiatic Olympics. So it's something that uh, they will be aiming at. One of the opponents that the Philippines will face on this group A and that they must win if they want to aspire to lock the Asiatic Olympic slot is Angola, a country that is on their ninth World Cup appearance, having a ninth place finish as their best result. Led by the head coach Pep Claros, they finished in the second place on the Group E of the African Qualifiers, tied with Cote d'Ivoire, that was first with both teams having a record of eight wins and two losses. They are 25 years old. 5'6 tall guard uh, Shilda Dudnau is electrifying and extremely active in both sides of the court. During the qualifiers, he averaged 12.2 points, 3.1 rebounds, 3.6 assists and 3.3 steals per game. And he will certainly provide Angolan fans with uh, some good moments during the competition. But the star of the team is Bruno Fernando, the 6'9 big man 
playing in the NBA for the Atlanta Hawks. He was part of the team during three qualification games, averaging 11.3 points, 6.3 rebounds, 1.7 assists and one block per game. What do you see him adding to this group? Well, just that inside presence that uh, I think he can add to this group. He, he's a very strong big and he is athletic too for, for his weight. Uh, I think he's a guy that can be a, a presence inside for them, not only scoring the ball, but also playing defense. And I think he's a very good roller uh, off the pick and roll. So they need to have that playmaking aspect uh, be a, a strong suit, which I think that's going to be a problem for them because they don't really have a playmaker like that. But uh, I think he can be a, a very important piece for them, uh, setting the tone as a big man in the paint on both sides of the floor. And I think for sure he's going to be their most impactful player. Fernan will have a huge impact for Angola, but Angola won't have an easy life during this World Cup. I project them to end this group in fourth place, but uh, we can always expect uh, Pep Claro's team to be well prepared and try to find ways to be competitive. The team is in a process of transition between their veteran core into younger players like Dondão, Fernando and Gilson Bango that is also an interesting big man. The lack of size in the guard positions can bring them some mismatches and their shooting is a big question mark with them shooting under 28% from deep during the qualifiers. Their transition game and ability to perform defensively will be key for uh, this team to try to achieve a win during the tournament with me projecting them as a bottom 8 team in my power rankings. On their matchup with the Philippines, it should come down to their ability to slow down the hosts and be able to squeeze the most of their transition game as they can for them to have a, a chance to compete. But I am favoring Philippines on that game and that's why I project Angola to win in 4th place within this game. What do you expect to, from Angola? Do you think that they can surprise? No, not really. Uh, I think it's a, it's a hard group. Uh, I also expect them to finish 4th in the group. I think the against the Philippines, uh, like I said, a guy like Jordan Clarkson will be such a difference maker in this matchup, and uh, I don't think I don't see nobody on this Angolan team that has depth, uh, offensive uh, potential to to be able to match up with the Philippines. So uh, I expect them to finish fourth. They they're in my bottom tier in my power rankings. Uh, unfortunately, I, I just don't think they're going to be able to be competitive with this group. But hopefully I'm wrong and we get to see some good games, but I, I just don't see it. With us projecting Angola and Philippines to not move into the top 16, it is time for us to focus on our two top teams within this Group A. And we start by looking at one of my personal favorites, Italy. I'm a huge fan of their style of play. Italy is on their 10th World Cup appearance, having ended in 4th place twice in 70 and 78 can this be the year that they beat that mark? It won't be easy, but I wouldn't disregard that being a possibility. With Italy, it comes down to team basketball on both ends of the court. Their leading guard is Piso, but with two backcourt raising stars in Spagnolo and Paiola, alongside one of the most enticing young wings in Europe, Gabriele Postida. Dan Tome is on his last run, and uh, we can expect Italy to make that run a special one with a group of players like Tunut, Polanara, Ricci, Diouf and Severini, giving the always entertaining but also a high-level coach, Gianmarco Poseco, consistency across the roster. While Spito is a key component to dictate the pace of the Italian game, Fontecchio and Melli are absolutely crucial for the aspirations of this country. Why are those two so important for this team? Well, starting off with, uh, with Fontecchio, I, I just think... His ability as a scorer uh, when it comes to FIBA competitions 
we saw what he did last year in Eurobasket for Italy. He was just such an amazing player, and I think he's going to have the chance to do it again. Uh, I think going to the NBA and getting uh, a full year of NBA experience under his belt, uh, I think he's going to come back for this tournament even better than last year. Uh, and I think he is like the the piece that this Italy team was lacking. And I think just a, a good scorer who can score at all three levels, and, and he's that guy. So I think it's going to be very important for them, obviously. And then Melly is like the glue guy. He puts everything together. Uh, he can play the four. He can play the five. He can shoot. He's a hell of a passer for the big man position. Uh, high IQ. He can do a bit of everything. So I think these two guys connect that Italian team uh, to 100% um, production. And I think they can have a, an amazing World Cup. Uh, I like that team a lot with those young guys, like you mentioned, Paola, Spagnolo, and Procida. And then older guys like Datome. I just think they have such a, a fun and entertaining group. And of course, the coach Poseco, like, he, he's awesome. He's so entertaining to watch. And I just think Italy has a great group, and I think they're going to be able to have a very good tournament. Coach Pose guarantees that this team will bring energy and high competitive drive to every game. Fontaku shooting and all around game piece of consistency from the point guard position and Mali toughness and ability to contribute across the board are key components for this Italian team. I absolutely agree with you. I will keep my eyes on Spagnolo and Procida across the whole tournament because them taking a step forward will be key for this Italian team to that has a good mix of veterans and young players and these players are the future of the Italian basketball and uh, a very, very good and bright future with uh, guys like Spagnolo and Procida. And if they are able to do more and to contribute even more than is expected for them in this uh, tournament, it can elevate where Italy can get to. The challenges of this team come in the shape of some lack of size in the front court and the lack of a clear go-to guy in crunch time, but they are certainly able to do it as a unit. Italy chemistry, high IQ, toughness and shooting are the key components for me to rank them on my 7 to 12 range within my poll rankings and while I will leave my projection for them in this group for last when we look into Republic Dominican and how those two teams will match each other Italy is in a group of teams with Serbia, Greece, Lithuania and Montenegro that can find themselves on a great path to be on a medal game being able to avoid United States, Canada Australia, Germany, France, Slovenia and Spain until the semifinals on the second round Italy is expected to be fighting with Serbia and Republic Dominican in a group where the second place should face United States in the quarterfinals and the winner is likely to face one of Greece, Lithuania and Montenegro putting them on that path that uh, can lead them to a medal game I'm a huge fan of this uh, Italian team what about you, Diu? Yeah, I'm a big fan I mean, looking at their preparation games they, they haven't lost a single one uh, I think they play a, a very good brand of basketball and I love the energy that I think it's brought by their coach, Poseco uh, I think their relationship, their player-coach player relationship is amazing. It's so beautiful to see. And I, I really like the way they play. So I think Italy has a, a, a good chance of putting together an amazing World Cup. And I, I'm looking forward to it, for sure. I, I also have them around that 7 to 12 range. So we kind of agree on that. But uh, we'll see what gonna, what's going to happen. But I, I really think they're going to be fun to watch. Very well. Let's now look to the main opponents of the Italians within this Group A. 
Dominican Republic, a team that just announced their final 12-man roster. And this is the perfect moment for me to tell you guys to go follow us on Twitter at Itos Euroleague, where we bring you all of these updates and any breaking news regarding both the World Cup and the Euroleague. So you guys should be following us there. Dominican Republic arrives to this tournament after ending the qualifiers with nine wins and a three losses record. This is their fourth appearance, having as a best result a 12th place in 78. And improving on that record for me, it's clearly in play during this competition. They can compete to end better than 12th. One of the rising stars of this Dominican Republic team is the 20-years-old guard Jean Montero that might be on his way to the EuroLeague, where he's rumored to be on track to join EFES during the next season. It's not confirmed yet, but uh, it will be great to see him playing in the EuroLeague. He is an entertaining guard that had a very good qualifier with this Dominican Republic team. He is one of the reasons for Dominican Republic to be here on the World Cup, and it will be entertaining to have him on the EuroLeague. Lester Quignon is the 6'4", 22-years-old Golden State Warriors player is also someone to keep an eye on within the roster with veteran players such as Andres Feliz, Victor Liz, Eloy Vargas, and Angel Delgado. But the main reason of excitement surrounding this team is Carl Anthony Towns, the Minnesota Timberwolves superstar that will play in the FIBA World Cup and is set to be one of the top players in the competition. How impactful do you expect him to be? Well, I mean, he's one of the best bigs in the world. And if we're just talking in, in terms of talent, just pure talent, he, he might be like top two, top three with Embiid and Carl and... and uh, with Embiid <laughs> and Yoki. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, his ability to stretch the floor and shoot the three, a uh, very good rebound, just a, such a, a big dude. I think he can have that impact. And in FIBA format as well, defensively, I think he can be much better than in the NBA. Not that he's a bad defender, but uh, as far as being a rim protector and just holding down the paint, I think he's going to be crucial for this Dominican Republic team. And he's going to be so good, I think. Yeah, he will be very, very good. He has the shooting touch. He's such a complete player and has such a complete arsenal at his disposal that he is able to impact basketball at any level. But he is one of those players that has the skill set to thrive in FIBA rules and he will probably be very good and one of the top players during this World Cup. This is a very intriguing group of players that the Dominican Republic has. They have a very explosive backcourt and a strong rotation of bigs. This allows head coach Che Garcia that uh, has a very well-known successful track record of taking his teams to big achievements to implement different strategies on both sides of the court. There are many questions surrounding this Dominican team and while Carl Anthony Towns' chemistry with the rest of the team is a logical one, his expected impact being one of the top players is a very logical conclusion and we expect him to be elevating this Dominican Republic during this uh, tournament. The way that this team is able to share the ball and maximize their lineups is something to watch, especially in the early stages of the competition, because that can be something that gets on the way uh, while they are building up to that chem chemistry with Towns being added to the team, with some young players being added to the team, with some players joining their preparation just on later stages. So especially early on in the competition, that can be one of the difference makers for the success of this team. But uh, their combative spirit and upside is something that we can't dismiss in any game. 
just like Italy, they are on my 7 to 12 range within my power rankings. And just like Italy, they also can find themselves on a favorable path into the medal games. So this comes down to how Italy and Dominican Republic match each other. For me, it's a close game, as close to a coin flip as it can get in a game I expect to be extremely competitive and that you should tune in for in the 27th of August. I have a slightly lean to Italy. I think their chemistry and uh, their routines that they have as a group are in a more advanced stage to what Republic Dominican has at this moment. And especially on this early stage of the tournament, that can be a big advantage while the Dominicans can still be trying to establish those. I can also see this game going in the Dominican way if uh, they can get the Italian bigs in full trouble, with that being one of the areas where the European team is thinner and the Republic Dominican being powerful, including their superstar, their explosive guards that love to attack the basket. They can give some issues and some trouble to the Italian bigs, but uh, I do favor Italian cohesive defense that can give uh, trouble to the Dominican Republic that can be at times turnover prone. It uh, will be an enticing game to watch where not only the first place in this group will be in play, but uh, also can be determinant for the outcome of the second round that can be very impactful of what these two teams will be facing in potential quarterfinals and moving forward. What about you? How do you see the Dominican Republic performing during the, this tournament? Well, I, I think they can be a, a very good team. Uh, in terms of the power rankings, I, I slightly disagree with you, uh, but it's not like something crazy. It's like one or two spots off. I have them in my 9 to 14 range. You had 7 to 12, so it's pretty close. Uh, I think having Cat, they're going to have the best player on the floor uh, for most of the games that they play. So, And they have some good options around him as well. So I think they're going to be a, a pretty good team. Uh, as far as the matchup with Italy, though, uh, I I lean towards Italy because of the experience and the consistent the consistency that they have, and, and also just the coaching. I I love Pozeco. Uh, I think he's such a good coach. And with this group, we have seen uh, proof that it works. Like they love his his energy, his craziness, if you want to call it that. Uh, but I just think it's I think it's going to be a very good matchup. And like you said. For the Italian bigs, Cat uh, can give them a lot of troubles, of course. But I do think their bigs, even though they're not as big as Cat or as strong as Cat, they are very experienced and they know like when to foul, when not to foul. Like even the guys coming off the bench, like uh, Richie, I think they have the discipline to to not uh, get in foul trouble early, and I think they're going to be able to to win that matchup. Uh, I think it's very close, and having Cat, I think could push the Dominican Republic to, to win that game. But uh, I'm going to go with Italy because as far as like backcourt players and uh, wing players, uh, I think Italy has more and better options. And I think Fontecchio will be a, a, key, a key factor in that matchup. The melee Carl Anthony Towns matchup will be one to watch on that game. And I can see Italy uh, using some zones and alternating their defensive schemes and trying to give some trouble to Dominican Republic team. It will be an interesting game. And like you said, Dominican Republic is likely to have the best player on the floor in most of their games. And that gives them a chance to fight for the first place in this group. We are both favoring Italy to do so. And uh, we really love Italy and the way that they play. 
both of these teams have high aspirations and legit ones for this uh, tournament. And we will be here to track them down and see how they perform. This brings us to the end of uh, all of our group previews. Make sure you listen to all of them to be prepared for the World Cup that is about to start. A reminder that we bring you two special episodes tomorrow and in, in the day after with our predictions, top players in the competition and the games you can't miss. I will be talking to you guys soon. Bye guys. See you on next episode.